Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. First of all, I want to talk to Lisa, uh, Dr. Lisa Murphy, who for the first time has gone public uh, about the battle she's facing with eating disorders. And what I mean by for the first time is Lisa has been speaking under the uh, cover of anonymity to the Echo, to Anne Murphy, for a while now. And she's done some interviews without her name being used. Uh, But she's now gone public. And also she's gone public because she's in a desperate situation and she fears that unless she can get into a bed and get inpatient treatment, she she will die. Uh, that's, That's what she's facing. Lisa, good morning. Hi, PJ. Thanks so much for having me on. Delighted and, you know, very brave of you to come forward and reveal your name. I know you've been talking to Anne for for quite some time. So what is the situation with you, Lisa? Um, I suppose, you know, this has been going on now, God, God, 12 years, I suppose, maybe longer. And it's just really, particularly the last couple of years, it's, it's just gotten to a point where, um, I it, it is life or death, and I just can't access the the level of intensive intensive support that I need. So, you know, I've been offered kind of you know twenty sessions of counselling, um, once a week, and um, given how severe things are, I just feel I need something more intensive. But unfortunately, the resources aren't there. Um, so I just feel at this point I need to um, to just come out and try and raise the funds to, to get into a residential treatment program. Mm. Can you talk to me a little bit about the, the problem, how it started, how it manifests itself, mm-hmm. what your life is like? Um, I suppose it started, you know, kind of teenage years, you know, being body conscious the whole lot. And um, I just one day thought it might be a good idea. I'll actually never forget it. I just thought it might be a good idea. I felt a bit too full. I thought it might be a good idea to make myself sick. And at the time, it felt like a bit of a revelation. You know, I kind of thought, this is great. Um, and it's just, it's honest to God, morphed into something now that is, it's bigger than me. Um, and, you know, every single day now, I, I you know, I'd they call it purging. I would make myself sick like well over 50 times a day. I'm financially ruined because it, it costs so much money to buy so much food. And I've had to, you know, kind of stoop to very, very low behaviours and, and harm myself in ways that I didn't even think were imaginable when this all started. 
And my body, to be honest, is just not functioning really at this point. And um, I just feel the only chance I have at overcoming it is if I have kind of 24 hour care for um, Mm. the 12 weeks. Is it that Um, you feel you need to be in a care surrounding because you've now, and I don't want to put words in your mouth, but but yeah. is it that you now feel, Lisa, that you no longer can control the condition yourself? Absolutely. Um, you know, on the GoFundMe page, um, my friends linked to a document that I wrote that is kind of just a description of a typical day. And that's exactly what it is, PJ. It's it's, it's really out of my control. You know, sometimes... Mm. Do you want to outline that for listeners? Things. Just give a little summary of what yeah. your day is like. I suppose, you know, I'd usually try not to eat anything and then it would kind of start off at about 11 or 12 o'clock. I'd just feel the this kind of overwhelming compulsion um, sink in and I basically then spend the rest of the day going, getting multiple takeaways, going around to different delis and kind of fast food places and just eating and getting sick in public toilets. And then um, I, I can't, I'm totally um, kind of, uh, abusing laxatives I, I take an incredibly dangerous amount of them I you know sometimes when I, I try to get myself to just break the cycle in, in uh, at, a, at a time during the day so I'll either try and just go into bed and, and stay there so just to try and keep myself safe or I'll you know go home or I'll you know I'll just try to not do it and it's a it, it's as if I'm kind of under another person's control or something I just I just end up doing it anyway even sometimes I'm crying to myself like asking myself to stop and I just can't and I I don't know how to control it anymore it's just after getting to a point where it's it, it doesn't even feel like me that's doing it it feels like somebody else and that I'm just kind of going along for the ride you know it's like as, as we speak Lisa it's 14 minutes past nine how yeah. long will you last before it starts again um, I, most days I last um, until about eleven or twelve o'clock. Um, some days I'll I I I'll be able to resist eating until about two or three or four, but then it starts off again, um, and it just keeps going. Sometimes I'm there till two, three a.m. in the morning. Sometimes I'll wake up at five o'clock in the morning and start at that time. It's it's really just out of control at this at this point. How do you even function? I on, I honestly don't I really don't know. I think um you know like you'd find that a lot of people with eating disorders were very um we're perfectionists and we care a bit greatly too much about what people think about us. So um we just tend to just drive on in hopes that people won't know that anything's wrong um and that people will think you know that we're you know I suppose competent and and good people and I think that's a big driver for me as well is just you have you know, a PhD for goodness that, sake you know you're a, yeah you're a competent good person you've you've achieved a lot in your life you know this is this yeah. is heartbreaking listening to you because here you are young and articulate we don't know each other but young articulate bright talking to me mm. so normally and knowing that in a couple of hours, this situation will again be out of control. Now, the one thing you don't have, Lisa, is health insurance. And look, there's no one going to insure you when you have a a condition like this. So that means you're limited. How many beds in the public system for for people like you in the whole country? Three. There's three public beds. Um, The whole country. And 
Wow. Yeah, in the whole country. And I, I honestly, I've lost count of the amount of consultants and, um, you know, people on mental health um, care teams that I've, I've cried to, I begged to, to get me in somewhere. And, and the response is either usually um, that I'm not, um, um, you know, thin enough really is, is kind of, you know, they tend to, to, they give a certain number, which I won't repeat just in case people are listening, but sure. you know, that your BMI has to be a certain, at a certain level. Um, but they'll only admit you at that point to kind of force feed you. That, that still isn't even kind of one of the inpatient beds. Um, and you know, another consultant told me they don't actually refer people anymore, that that's a thing in the past, which is, is not true because the beds are there and people are occupying them. Do you know, um, I think mm. to be honest, I think, you know, most people I've come across in the public sector, you know, they're good, really good people. They want to help. Um, they're just in a system that's terribly underfunded. Um, and they can only do what they can do, you know, mm-hmm. um, and unfortunately there, there are only three beds. And Lisa, is it a case that if you were in a bed, three in the country, that's mm-hmm. just outrageous. But if, if you had were in a bed today, and and as I said, it's quarter past nine, that yeah. whatever time the urge comes upon you, mm-hmm. you can reach out to someone, and the help is there to get you through the hour and through the next hour yeah. and through the next hour. Yeah, that's it. So my like, I have such an incredible group of friends and and family, and they actually took me out there last week to the centre that I'm hoping to to get into and. Um, you know, I was speaking with the clinical nurse there and she was showing me around. They were amazing. And she was just saying that, you know, when I'm in there, um, there at any given point, there are, is about kind of eight to 10 staff, whether they be nurses or psychologists or dietitians, that they're all in there. There's always people there um, to help you and that it's it's, it's actually a beautiful centre. It's, it's, it's more like a very big house as opposed to kind of a clinical um, mm-hmm. residential facility, you know, um, and the the whole emphasis really is on wellness and just supporting people to to break mm-hmm. to break the, the the cycle, you know, because my body just won't take it anymore, really. Yeah, you've been how many admit how many times you have you been brought into the emergency department in the last while? Oh, uh, the last year it's been at least seven, but. Um, you know, some of that was kind of um, mental health crisis and that, sure. you know, I I just, uh, it really just got to a point this year. I just, I didn't want to live at all, really, because this was the only exist. This is the only existence that I know. Um, mm-hmm. And it's really, it's, it's, it is so horrific every day. Um, you must be doing awful physical to damage on. to your body. Yeah, I, I really, it's, it, you know, I'm I'm 31 now and it's only kind of the last couple of years that that's really become apparent. Um, my teeth are like, you know, some of them are, are just broken. Um, you know, my digestive system is just doesn't really work. I don't get periods anymore. Um, I'm always just very weak and exhausted, always full of bruises um, just from the things, you know, how, how I would treat my body. Um, so it's just not a great it's just not a good way to live and I, I think and the heartbreaking thing from me listening to you Lisa is that you were totally conscious of the damage this is doing to you that's the incredible thing about eating disorders is that you know I'm very aware of what I'm doing to myself I'm very aware of the repercussions I'm I'm under no illusions you know of how severe this is but 
I just can't stop. And if that doesn't kind of yeah. indicate how how out of control it is, that the fact that I know all of this and I still can't stop, I don't know. I don't know. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it's kind of because it's the only way I know how to live. It's both kind of my best friend and my worst enemy. I, I like I don't know how I will actually be able to live in the world without it but I know that it will kill me one way or another whether or not I you know it's by my own hand or whether or not it's my body just packing in it'll be one way or another and so I need to just try well well, there is a third option and that's get you into that private bed so that they can work work their wonders with you and and by all accounts they're brilliant at what they do so that's why the GoFundMe was set up your friends have done that yeah, yeah, they're. In, I've, I'm incredibly lucky that I've. I, I. I really can't emphasize enough how amazing my um, friends and family are. Um, so they've set up the GoFundMe and it's been up and running there now for about 14 hours, and I think it's doing really well. I'm kind of half afraid to check, um, but I think it's doing really well, and you know, my friends and family are like pushing as much as they can now because they've seen over the years. You know, I've been very able well able to hide it but they've seen especially kind of the last year they they've really seen a lot more than they've ever seen um because i'm just not that able to hide it anymore yeah so um they've been really really incredible yeah all i can do lisa is keep my fingers crossed for you not just not just that you'll achieve this and get in there but that you'll get through today yeah, yeah. I, I, from what <laughs> you're telling me, I mean, here we are having a perfectly rational adult conversation yeah. at 22 minutes past nine, and yeah. I'm 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 actually finishing up with you now, knowing in my heart that in maybe two hours you'll be in another cycle that you don't want to be in, and yet you can't control. Yeah, yeah. It really the only way I can describe it. It's as if someone else is kind of. Um, I'm like a puppet. That's the only way it feels, really, for, for people to understand. It's like I'm like a puppet and someone else is, is doing this to me as opposed to me doing it to myself. Like, that's how out of control it is. And, like, if there's someone with you, say, when the urge comes, friend, mm-hmm. family member, like, can anything that they do help you? Um, unfortunately not. Like, I've, I've lost, like, I, I, as I said, I'm very lucky to have an amazing group, but I've lost an awful lot of friends over the years to this um, just, you know, I've, you know, one of my best friends in the whole world, I, I couldn't go to her 21st birthday. I barely made her wedding. <laughs> um, you know, like this, it's cost me an awful lot. Um, and, and, and like for people, it's cost me an awful lot with people as well, because I will do any, this comes first before anything else and anyone else. It's, it's the most important thing in my life. And I don't say important as in a good thing, do you know, um, but I, I, I tend to, you know, I've never had a really, like I'm 31, like I've never had a serious relationship. Um, I've, you know, there's so much, I've, I've done a lot and I've been incredibly um, lucky with the opportunities that I've had, but I've missed out on an awful lot as well. Um, so I'll, you know, I, I always make sure that this comes first, regardless of if I'm with people or not, I'll, I'll, I'll exit any situation. And it's the, it's the rational, calm way in which you tell me that is what's actually yeah. shaking me to my core. Yeah. I'm very, very, yeah. very touched by this interview. Lisa, thank you so much for speaking to me. Thanks so much. Thanks so much for having me on. I really appreciate it. Okay. And if people want to donate, I would be so incredibly grateful. Okay. 
Well, look, we'll share it, and it's called uh, Help Us Help Our Friend Lisa. Lisa, good luck with what happens over the next few hours, the next few days. And you know what? I'd love our next conversation to be after your treatment. Yeah, hopefully. um, You mind yourself. We'll have a quality of life. (laughs) You mind yourself and do the best you can, all right? Thanks, BJ. See Thanks you, Lisa. If you need help yourself, the HSE has an eating disorder self-care app, which you can download. Bodywise.ie, which we've had on the program a few times, bodywise, W-H-Y-S, dot I-E. There's an email, alex at bodywise.ie. There are some changes in their helpline uh, during the pandemic. Evening times... Monday, Wednesday, Sunday, 7.30 to 9.30. And Saturday, daytime, 10.30 to 12.30. Their helpline number is 01-210-7906. Email alex at bodywise.ie or talk to your GP. Quartz 96 FM.